Good evening. Did you see he has on track pants? We were uh, both getting ready and he said, I'm gonna have to put on pants because I gotta get up from the computer and I've gotta walk away and they'll see my track pants. And so we decided it would be kind of funny if he uh, just wore his track pants and didn't put on dress pants. So anyway, I don't know if you caught that or not, but I thought it was funny. Good evening. It's good to be here on a Sunday night and we are live. I haven't done this before live. So um, hello in real time. Usually the, the lights are shining outside and I'm saying it's so good to, hear to, good to be here with you tonight. Well, this is, this is in real time, so welcome. Um, I have an announcement to make also before I get started, and that is uh, for our children and youth ministry at Newark UPC. And obviously we've had to change things up, but we have an amazing children and youth team headed up by Kiara Horn, who is doing an amazing job. Um, I'm so thankful that I am not the children youth director right now. Thank you, Kiara. Uh, and they, she and her teams are working really, really hard to provide uh, Bible teaching and just social interaction fund for, for our kids and teens. And I think some of you might not have known about that, or maybe just haven't been taking advantage of it. So I want to just do a little promo for that. So if you have kids from ages, I believe it's four and up through high school uh, or 18, I'm not sure what that is right now, but uh, you can check with her or one of the team. And um, they, they are providing children's classes and youth group online. So you don't have to pack up your kids on a Wednesday night and rush dinner to get there and all those things. It's easy peasy, convenient online. So here's the details of that. You go to, guess where? NewarkUPC.info. You're gonna click on Gathering Hub. Then within that, there are two different tabs, depending on whether you have little kids or whether you have someone that would be in the youth group. So for the little kids, you're gonna click on Kids Hub to get all the information about that. And just to give you a little uh, teaser, it they have two 30-minute sessions on Sunday afternoons from one to two, uh, depending on your child's age, depends on which of those 30-minute sessions they go into. All of the Zoom info and ID and all the password, all those things are on there. And also, also under Gathering Hub is a Youth Hub. And it has similar information for the youth. Theirs is Wednesdays from eight to nine. And if you know our schedule, you know that that eight o'clock is just right after our Wednesday night Bible study. They can just go from one right to the other. And I hear that they're having a whole lot of fun. They're being very creative and having activities and games and crafts and all kinds of things for the young people, the children, so that they can still learn about the word of God and have good quality time, good friends, good role models, all of those things that normally were fulfilled by youth group and KBN. And they're done now online and it's just wonderful. So take advantage of that. If you have a kid or a young person, don't forget, do whatever you need to do to remember, 
put an alarm, a recurring alarm on your phone that comes on, you know, 10 minutes before the time on Sunday or whatever, um, your young people can probably remember or remind you or bug you if they want to go. But um, do that for us. And, and I know your kids and young people will really enjoy it. So tonight, I, uh, I don't know if you know, but since the new year, we've kind of changed our structure just slightly. You might not have even noticed it. But Sunday night now, we used to start our um, we used to start our new theme, whatever the theme for the week is, we would start it on Saturday night and then go through until Thursday and we'd have Friday night with friends and then we'd start a new theme. Well, since the new year and our pause for Christmas, we've kind of changed that. So Sunday night is now this kind of wide open potpourri kind of uh, thing where the person may refer to the theme that's coming the next week or they may just come up with their own topic. And it could be live, it could be recorded, but we're encouraging the live thing. So, and then the theme officially starts on Tuesday and we go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday with that. And then it all starts again. So I was tossing around in my head and praying and thinking and all of those things I do when I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to teach. And I had this thing that I really wanted to teach on because honestly, it was in my craw. <clears throat> it was not a good motivation. It's never a good motivation to speak out of frustration. Excuse me. <clears throat> so I, I even started taking notes and looking up scriptures and, and God woke me up one day this week and, and I just had this word in my, in my mind and I knew that Thank you, Jesus. He wasn't going to let me speak about my frustration topic. So tonight we have a good uplifting topic. And you should you should uh, thank the Lord for that because it, it'll be better than what I was going to come up with. The topic tonight is thanks and thanksgiving. And I, I know that this is a hard time. Right now, I've seen comments on Facebook. I've seen, I just kind of feel it in myself. I feel it in other people that some of us are having trouble right now. Uh, it's hard. We've gotten through Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, the new year. We've gotten all of those things done, enjoyed whatever our modified holiday celebrations were but that you know there's a little extra activity and something to look forward to and new year's is coming and and then january comes and it's just kind of meh and we've been in covid since the middle of march something we thought really would end pretty quickly you know the flatten the curve thing well we flattened it enough that we didn't overrun our hospitals back in march and april thank the lord but we flattened it enough that it's still going. And um, that's actually a good thing, believe it or not. You don't want your population to be totally overwhelmed, but it still is wearifying. Um, the, the, the sun isn't up as much during the day. And that we, some of us, you know, that are, that are more apt to depression or seasonal affective disorder or any of those things, it's just, 
bleh, he can't get outside and and take a walk. I mean, you can take a walk, but you got to bundle up till you till you look like you're, you know, Nanook of the North or something. And and it's just hard when you do go outside. It's gray. The sun is not bright and shiny and warm. There's no flowers. There's no leaves on the trees. It's just a hard season, literally. We have, as I said, we have COVID and it's getting worse right now instead of better. We had this new variant that is going around and, and is it, I saw one report that it's in Delaware now and, and um, our numbers are climbing. And then we have the, the political situation and I'm not gonna go into politics tonight, except to say that I don't think anybody in the US right now is happy with our political situation. Nobody, you know, Abraham Lincoln, I think it was said, you can please some of the people all the time and you can please all the people some of the time. Well, right now I think that we're not pleasing anybody really any of the time. Everybody is just really disgruntled. There's racial tension that's, um, it's always been there, but it's coming up. Uh, there's the presidential election, there's the inauguration, there's the riots, there's, um, yeah, when, when Washington DC looks, there's more armed forces in DC than there are in Afghanistan and Iraq put together, something's a little different. Um, so it's just a hard time. And now that I've gotten you all depressed, I wanna say that the Lord doesn't want us to be depressed and he has a word for us tonight. And it is about Thanksgiving. Now, I'm going to read a bunch of scriptures tonight. So, and again, we're live. So Caleb is not going to be processing it like he normally does and putting the scriptures up. So whether you pull out a different device or whether you write these down to do a slow read of them later on in the week or any of those things, um, you might want to do those because these scriptures are really rich and I can't fully immerse us into them. So I would like to start with, with the scripture in Philippians. Oh, before I do that, um, I want a little interaction tonight. I won't be able to see it because I'm teaching the lesson, but you guys can have fun. Whenever I say the word thanks, you can tell I'm used to teaching kids. If you want to, if it isn't too juvenile, whenever I say the word thanks, give me some of the like thumbs up button uh, responses. I won't see them, but other people will. And it'll keep you engaged and listening because we're all little kids, right? Also something else that we used to do in person and a long time ago was we used to do popcorn testimonies sometimes. And that was when people would stand up in the congregation, just one right after the other. That's why it was called popcorn. And they would say something they were thankful for. And it was just always a fun good time. So we're going to have an online popcorn testimony tonight while I'm speaking. It's not disrespectful. If you can uh, pay attention and do something else in the comments, type something that you're thankful for. Uh, do it two or three or four or 15 times. I don't care. But let's come up with some things that we're thankful for tonight. And if, if you have the ability to comment those, that would be really cool. Because even though I can't see them, everybody else can. 
the the first scripture I'm going to read is from Philippians. Now, I don't know, probably nobody out there remembers, but the first uh, recorded message I did back in March was called What to Do. And I remember it because I was totally freaked out about recording and I was scared to death. Um, so I remember it vividly. But basically, I walked through Philippians 4 and talked about the the words from Paul when he was in prison, socially distanced, I guess, uh, from his church. And he was writing advice to the, the people of Philippi. So I'm going to pull a couple of things out of there. But if you want, that advice still stands of what to do. And it, it is on newarkupc.info under Gathering Hub. But you got to go way back there. It's not too hard to get to, though. Uh, so Philippians 4, verses 5 through 8. Always be full of joy in the Lord. Now, remember I said that Paul was in prison when he wrote this. So this was not a response to his circumstances. He was having a hard time. But he says, I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Now, in in the NLT translation says the Lord is coming soon. The Greek actually says, and some other translations, the Lord is near. So that could mean something a little different than the Lord is coming soon. But either way, the Lord is near. And then he says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Now, if I remember correctly, I think back in March, I said that I tend to get worry and prayer mixed up. Sometimes, often probably, I worry at God when actually I should be trusting him and giving him my problems. But how do you do that? Tell God what you need and then thank him. Did you remember the like button? Thank him for all he has done. Dr. Wilson on Friday Night with Friends mentioned uh, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. And in his opinion, he thinks that uh, that means the person is also with their prayer mixing thankfulness. And I thought that was the Lord is, uh, is doing the whole, uh, saying the same thing several different ways like he likes to do. So um, it is very important that we tell God what we need. And then we thank him for all he has done. Then, once you've done this, you will experience God's peace. That, as we studied in the, uh, in the Fruit of the Spirit small group lessons, that peace there doesn't mean a lack of warfare or a lack of conflict. It has that meaning of, of what in Hebrew would be shalom or prosperity and and wholeness and wellness, well-being. Uh, we will experience God's wellness and wholeness, which exceeds anything we can understand. So it's not because our circumstances have changed, but when we pray, tell God what we need, and we thank him, his peace exceeds what even makes sense. And I have experienced that so many times that it's not, it's not an, a mathematical equation where you have problems and you add uh, 
a certain amount of this and a certain amount of that and it equals a certain amount of peace. No, it's more than even would make sense. His peace is abundant. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, so, so how are we supposed to do this? To, to pray, to thank him, and get this peace. And he says, Neil, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. That's quite a list. Let me read that again. True, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So as, the, as it seems like sometimes our world has come crashing in, we're tired of being cooped up. We want to go for some retail therapy or whatever you want to, you know, go visit a store, even if you don't buy anything, just window shop, or you want to go out to eat in a restaurant. And those things just aren't safe right now. And you just feel cabin fever. And so how, what do you do with that? Think on things that are true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. I think I said honorable was the first one I said admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw we, me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. So basically, you're supposed to do what you know to do. And we all do know things to do to help ourselves. So let's talk about a few thanks scriptures that I'm just going to go through really quickly. Um, and we'll, then we'll hop to some more in the New Testament that have some more practical application. But I do have a couple of points to make out of the Psalms. Psalm 7, 17. Psalm 7, 17 says, I will thank the Lord. Why? Because he is just. I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. You'll notice in a lot of these scriptures and even more that I found and I'm not using, thanks and praise are, are married. Thanks is a kind of praise and praise is a kind of thanks. But praise can be kind of out, out, in, the, out in the fog. Thanks puts boots on the ground, in my opinion. Um, it, puts, it takes that praise and it, it uses our life as what we're praising him for. And that's a very effective way to pray, to praise, to thank the Lord. Uh, Psalms 106, 1 and 2 say, praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord. Why? For he is good. So we have praise him because he's just, thank him because he is good. It goes on to say his faithful love endures forever. We've been talking about that this week. He loves us and there's nothing we can do about it. Who can ever, who can list the glorious miracles of the Lord? Who can ever praise him enough? I can't praise him enough. Psalms 118 verse 1, give thanks to the Lord. Why? And this one's a repeat. He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Uh, Psalm 69, 
29 through 31 is a typical David Psalm. I think today perhaps David would be diagnosed with bipolar. He would be bipolar because he was very depressed and then he was, you know, you hear of him dancing before the Lord uh, and lost his wife over it. But anyway, um, so he was very up and down, but this is, this one has some of both in it. Psalm 69, 29 through 31. I am suffering and in pain. Rescue me, O God, by your saving power. Then I will praise God's name with singing and I will honor him with thanksgiving. For this will please the Lord more than sacrificing cattle, more than presenting a bull with its horns and hooves. I'm going to talk about this one just a minute uh, because we in our world today don't do cattle much. Now, I have an aunt that raises cattle. That's about as close to cattle as my lynx are. But um, this in their world was a big deal. A cow was expensive. A cow is still expensive. A bull is even more expensive. But you take those and you give of what you have your best thing and you give it to God. Uh, we, we read in the Gospels that Mary and Joseph, when they presented Jesus, brought two turtle doves because they were poor. They didn't have a cow or a bull to bring, and they were allowed to bring two turtle doves. So this was a rich man's offering. This was the best kind of offering that anybody could give. There wasn't anything bigger or better than cattle and bulls. And David is saying, or the, the psalmist is saying that thanksgiving and praising God's name with singing and honoring him with thanksgiving is better. It pleases the Lord more than cattle and bulls, horns and hooves and all those things. And I included the beginning there because it works in suffering and in pain and when we need rescued also. This is not just something we do when life is good. We can give thanks when things are really bad too. And it works perhaps even better when things are bad. The, the scripture that we sing about um, talks about, this is Psalm 100. Uh, and I'm gonna read verses four and five. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise, give thanks to him, and praise his name. That was four, and I'm not going to read five. So we look at this verse, I've looked at this verse since March, and said, but I can't even enter his gates with thanksgiving. I can't enter his courts with praise. It's just not fair. And I've seen the, the messages given from old times on Sunday mornings, and I think, oh man, I'd love to be back in church. I want to see everybody. I want to hug everybody. It's going to probably be a while before we can hug, but I want to see everybody's smiling face and, and go around and I don't know if we can shake hands, but we can wave, you know, wouldn't that be cool? I want to enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name. And I can't do that. Well, that is true. And we are supposed to come together and assemble. But I want to push you, push us a little bit and remind us that we are his temple. And 
we can create in our heart his gates and his courts and we can create in our hearts a place of thanksgiving and we can make a place of praise in our own heart in our own soul and be thankful unto him and bless his name for the lord he is good and his mercy endures generation after generation and oh god is so good and i can do that all in my kitchen because i am the temple and i can do that right there now i'm going to go back to the new testament and and um go to colossians colossians 2 verses 6 and 7 he says now just as you accepted christ jesus as your lord you must continue to follow him let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him then your faith will go grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness now let me go back and change verse 7 colossians 2 6 and 7 let me change 7 to a newark upc translation dig your own well and let your lives be watered from it if we dig our own wells during this time our faith will grow strong in the truth that we're taught and we can overflow with thankfulness so if you find yourself not thankful it could be i'm not saying it is for sure but it's something certainly to check check your vital signs um and see if perhaps it's because you're not digging your own well perhaps it's because as this as the verse says your roots haven't grown down into him because if our roots have grown down into him our lives will be built on him and our faith grows strong and it overflows with thankfulness the last verse i have is from first thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18 and he gives off kind of a, a almost a machine gun list of orders but they are kind of linked so the first one is always be joyful and that goes back to philippians the first verse i read always be joyful but i don't feel joyful we can always find something to have joy about never stop praying be thankful in all circumstances be thankful when in all circumstances for this is god's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. It's not a thankfulness when we get a raise. I mean, it is, but it's not just that. It's not a thankfulness when we have a new baby. It's not just a thankfulness when our love life or our married life is going well. It's not just a thankfulness when somebody bought us flowers. It's not just a thankfulness when we can get together for church. It's not a thankfulness that's based on circumstances. It's a thankfulness that's based on God is good. God is good all the time. 
as the old saying goes. God is just. I can trust that he is going to do the right justice, the right thing for me. He has been so good to me. He has been unfailing in his love. And I should give him thanks in every situation. I can thank him for all of his wonderful works. I can thank him for who he is. I can give thanks in literally everything. I want to share a story. It's a true story. Um, my best friend growing up as a teenager was a girl named Bethany Martin. Um, her mom and dad were my grandmother's pastors. And, <clears throat> excuse me, some of you may know Sister LaJoyce Martin. That was her and her husband, Brother Elroy Martin. She was an author and some people here might have read her books. But Bethany was their daughter. And the place they lived, Morris, is a little tiny hole in the wall town. And it was, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 miles from a larger town. And between there was this open stretch of road. Uh, there was no grocery store in Morris. There was no, there was no stoplight. There was a four-way stop, which was the big center of town. So Brother Martin was going from Morris to Okmogee, good uh, Indian Oklahoma town name, Okmogee, to, I don't know what he was going to go do. Maybe he was going to get some breakfast at the diner, or maybe he was going to go grocery shopping. I don't know. But coming up, going down this really straight road, I think there might have been a hill, though, a, a big truck. I want to say it was an 18-wheeler, but it might not have been. It might have been um, just a really big truck. Head on into him in his just plain old little pickup truck. And he, the Sunday before, had preached about in everything, give thanks. And so, by the way, I didn't read that one, but in your list, if you're wanting to do it, it's Ephesians 5, 15 through 20. And um, he, he basically, from what I understand, the truck had hit him. They were both going very fast on this open highway. And the truck had hit him. And the motor uh, basically came onto his legs and crushed his legs. As I said, it was, a, it was out in the, in the middle of nowhere and they had to wait for paramedics and, and medical people to come get him out. And he, in the middle of that situation where his legs were crushed, he was pinned in, wasn't his fault. And the story goes that Brother Martin in the middle of that, while he was waiting, started thanking God and it helped him get through. Why was he thanking God? He had just been in an awful car accident. He was in the hospital, multiple surgeries, pins sticking out of his legs. Um, it was just awful situation. But Brother Martin knew that things get better when you thank God. And we're not in any circumstances, I don't think, that are quite that bad. We do have some people in our congregation who are fighting COVID right now and are in the hospital. They might be having it that bad. But on a dreary day, 
when you don't want to get out of bed, when you don't want to get up and take your shower, when you don't want to get dressed, which honestly I haven't been doing most days, but it's not because I don't feel like it just because I don't have to. Um, we can give thanks no matter our circumstances. We can praise God. We can enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts. We can bless his name. We can name off things. God, thank you for this and thank you for that. And it really, really helps. We can pray that he help us and we can thank him for the help he's already given us. And I hope that this lesson has been good, not a reprimand like I was going to do <laughs> out of my flesh. Thank the Lord he gave me this message because it really is uplifting. It's something that is a, is a tool we have in our toolbox and a lot of times we forget to use it, that we can thank the Lord. It doesn't always change our situation, but it changes us. So let's pray. And as I pray, I want you to pray as well and think of some things to thank him for. God, we love you tonight. We thank you. We come before you with thanksgiving. I want to thank you, Lord, for every person who is a member of our church or who is even a visitor to our church. I want to thank you for good friends. Thank you for a warm home. Thank you for food to eat. Thank you for family. Thank you for a way to be safe. Thank you for good health care. Thank you for uh, government. Thank you, Lord, for our rulers, those who are elected and those who are appointed. Thank you for our troubles, God, that keep us focused on you. Thank you, Lord, that we have made it this far. Thank you for helping us through 2020. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us. Thank you for your blessings, financial and otherwise. Thank you for your unfailing love. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for redemption. Thank you, Lord. Help me, God, to be thankful as I go through my days. I love you, Lord, and I praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So this week, as you go through your week, try to find time to be thankful, whether it works best for you to make a list, whether it works best for you to hang something on the fridge or on your bathroom mirror, whatever's going to help you. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a frog in my throat. Let's remember to be thankful. I love you all, and I can't wait till we get back. But until then, I'm going to be thankful. Good night. <laughs>